You're listening to Boss Ladies and Babies. Are you ready to blab with me? Grab a front row seat as I adventure through motherhood, build my career, and not lose my shit. This podcast is a place for women to come together and relate through the highs and lows of business and motherhood, keep it real, and learn some new business tips and tricks while inspiring each other to do the dang thing. So close your eyes and take a deep breath, mama. You found us. It might not always be pretty, but you can count on one thing. We are in this hot mess together. Welcome back to Boss Ladies and Babies. I am so excited for this episode today because I am joined with two of my friends and we all have one big thing in common besides being entrepreneurs and that is we all had children who started kindergarten this year. And so I thought it would be fun to have a really candid conversation about what that transition has looked like because it hasn't been as pretty as we were thinking it would, and how the transition to kindergarten affected our lives, our mental health, our businesses, the expectations that we had versus the reality of what's happening. And it was just such a fun conversation to sit down with these two and talk about our experiences, because whether you have a child who is just starting kindergarten or going back to school or any big shift in your life that started in this season, this episode is going to really resonate with you. And it's important that we talk about these things so that we feel less alone. I've been really open with you guys, well, about everything all the time, but about how this transition has been for myself. And so it just felt therapeutic for me to sit down and talk with these two about the things that they were feeling too. And it just, it helped me feel less alone. And so I hope that this entire episode also helps you feel less alone. So I am excited to get into it. I want to do a quick mental health check-in before we get the episode going, and then we'll dive into this conversation. So if you've been following along, you know, it's been a season for me over here. And we do get into that on the podcast, the expectations of it all and the transitions of it all. But I feel like I have just been hit with thing after thing after thing. I I started starting back in July. It's just been this progression. And so my mental health has been just hanging on by a thread. (laughs) But I feel like I'm starting to get a little bit better. I actually was able to run for the first time since I broke my toe back in September. And so that instantly like elevated my mental health. I would just say though, I don't handle change well. And so just as I'm adjusting to this change, my mental health is hanging at like of five, like between a three and a five, depending on the day, which is a bummer because this is my favorite time of year. And, you know, I'm just trying to be grateful and practice my gratitude and lean into the things that, you know, are beautiful and bringing joy. But just the transition has been so hard on me. And so I think even when everything is going right and everything feels good, the mental health is still not as high as it could be because I'm just adjusting to this transition. So I'm hanging in there. I do think being able to run is going to help (laughs) me feel better. So 
if you if you haven't been following along or I don't even know how much I've shared of this because we were doing our mini series but back in July I came down with this horrible migraine and however I was contorting myself in the from the tension of it all just put my entire back into a spasm and I feel like an 80 year old woman talking about this like literally I hurt myself because I was in so much pain from a migraine which I don't even get so it just was a whole thing that lasted for months. I mean, I'm still going to the chiropractor every other week just to get everything. It's still not 100% better. So that happened, knocked me off of my running schedule. And then in September, I broke my toe, literally just walking while I was doing chores, walking in my bathroom to the garbage can to throw something away, caught my toe on (laughs) the trim and it still is not 100%. So then I've been sick a handful of times. Like it's just been so many things. And we talk about the upper limit a lot, but it's been like the longest upper limit moment of my life. So all of that to say, not just trying to have like a complaint fest here, but all of that to say, I have not been able to run in a while. And running for me is like my outlet. It's how I relieve my anxiety. It's how I deal with things. It's where I clear my head and it's just a huge savior for my mental health. So I'm very excited to be running again. And between that and just time and the transition just sinking in, I think it's going to start getting a lot easier. So I'm excited for that. (laughs) But anyway, I would say overall, I'm doing okay. I am really loving the season of business that I'm in. I spent a lot of time over the summer just scaling back as much as I could and just really leaning into the things that matter most to me, which I'm very excited about and it's going really well. And so that's one of those like gratitude things that I'm making sure to sit in. There are so many things that are going well. My daughter's thriving in school, which we'll get into in this episode. I have all this time with just my son and I, and there are really beautiful things happening. But if I could just get through this transition, then things will be top notch. Okay, so without further ado, I am so excited for today's episode. We're talking about the shifts, we're talking about the changes, and just all the things that come along with the kids going back to school and this really transitional season that so many of us are in. So please help me welcome to the show my dear friends and wonderful entrepreneurs and moms, Eliza and Camille. Hello, Eliza. Hello, Camille. Welcome to the Boss Ladies and Babies podcast. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to talk today. Yes, very excited to be here. Yes, today is going to be a little bit different, but all three of us have one major thing in common. And so I thought it would be fun for us to get on here and just have a candid conversation about what it has been like with all of our babies starting kindergarten this year. I feel like the transition is so intense. And I thought it would be really fun just to kind of get into it with each other on the show so that any other mamas who have babies who started kindergarten or just the transition into school in general can just kind of relate with what we're going through because we're not alone. And I think that's important to remember. So before we jump into the conversation, I think the best way to kick this off is to just do our mental health check-in and see 
how the heck everyone is feeling today because as we're recording this it's Monday it's a new week kids are back at school today and so how are you guys doing scale of one to ten I'd say I'm at like a five I got the cold that my child has had for the last month in the last couple days so that hasn't been super fun and then my husband hurt himself playing flag football so he has a bum arm shoulder that he can't do like anything right now. He finally went to the doctor. So both of us have been kind of out of commission. And my toddler is still coughing like crazy. I looked at a calendar and it literally has been a month that she has been coughing. Oh and that's it. Like she has a little bit of a runny nose, but that only started a few days ago. So we're just in survival mode and it's not even winter yet in Minnesota. So, but I knew it would come at some point being she was home with me um, and around new kids and germs. So we're surviving. (laughs) Yeah, you got this. You got this. (laughs) All right. I am at an eight. Today has not been a normal day. (laughs) It's like... Finally, <laughs> I've reached above a six. Like, uh, I've just Mondays, I've been trying to kind of go with my own flow for the last like month and kind of let that be my scheduler. And I just find Mondays, if I just leave it to be the house day, like it, for me, because our weekends are so busy, like I need Monday to just reset. Um, so I was trying to like do all this business work for the past month. And it was just like, all I could think about was the piles and piles of laundry. So today I just embraced being a homebody and getting that stuff done. And now I'm really excited for tomorrow. I'm also very anxious that my child will get a cough tonight. (laughs) And then my tomorrow will be very different than I picture it right now. So it's a, it's a temporary eight, but I'm very happy to be here. (laughs) Nice. That's awesome. I feel like an eight is really good. Um, I guess before we get into like, we just jumped in with the deep stuff, we should probably have you guys introduce yourselves <laughs> before we jump into the conversation. So let's like backtrack a little bit. And um, Eliza, if you want to go ahead and go first and let sure. everybody know who you are, what you do and makes you a boss lady. Yeah, I am Eliza Martel. I'm from Eliza Uncluttered. I'm a professional home organizer. I specialize in decluttering and helping moms um, kind of declutter their physical space to make room in their mental one. Um, but I don't ignore the fact that even when you are decluttered and organized, there's still life happening. Um, and I like to provide different tips, tricks, and hacks on how to just make it streamline a little bit better and to unclutter all of that extra stuff. So you can find me a lot on Instagram. I go on stories every day and I just share, you know, how mom, being a mom can be great and not so great all at the same time. And I am Camille Kurtenbach and I, my business is under the name Positivity Platform, um, but I specialize in Pinterest management and strategy and have since 2018. I'm slowly but surely adding some more things back into offerings for clients and potential clients as I now have more time um, being home without a little one needing my attention every five minutes. Um, But for the most part, I thrive in Pinterest and helping business owners realize the potential that Pinterest has for their content. Awesome. All right. Thank you for sharing that. So I'm really lucky in the fact that my little girl loves school. 
I'm not, she's not one of the ones crying when she gets out of the car. She's not one of the ones begging me to stay. Um, she hops right out of the car in the morning at drop off. Cause I am a drop off and pick up mom as well. She does not ride the bus. Um, so I'm very lucky in that side of things. Uh, but I, she's tired. She's very tired and we do activities still. She's still in dance. She's still in gymnastics. <clears throat> so we're, I'm trying to navigate the really hungry and really tired as soon as she gets home um, while not jeopardizing dinner and bedtime after activities as well and trying to still have that structured routine because we also were very structured. She's in bed between 7 and 7.30 every night and that's been that way since she was two and a half, three. Oh man. So I'm at an eight with my mental health today, but the month of September was something else. <laughs> so I have an older daughter and my son is the one that started kindergarten. So this is the first year I have both kids in school full-time and it was supposed to be like my month. Um, so my daughter came home injured the second day of school. Um, and then she got sick over the weekend and had to stay home. So in the first like four days of school, she missed two and a half of them. And I was like, well, that wasn't supposed to happen. Um, and then it turned out to be COVID and we got COVID in our house. Um, and then we had some other family things completely unrelated happening that month. Um, and all the while the kids do not like school. Um, <laughs> they just do not, they'd rather be home. Um, and I don't blame them because I didn't like school either, but I really feel like I wasn't as vocal to my parents about how much I disliked it. Um, but we're, we're now getting into our routine of everything better. Um, they're more used to their teachers and very excited to take the school bus. So like, that's how we get kind of out the door, but I've definitely had to learn when I pick them up, certain things have to happen. Like I need a snack in the car if I want to make it home <laughs> without someone crying. Um, and I used to let them use their tablets in the car, but for whatever reason, it doesn't work with school. So it's no tablets till home and we do our home routine and homework is done. And that has been super helpful, but that took weeks of figuring out. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, it's just been like a giant experiment that's tested me to the limits mm -hmm. um, for sure. How about you? Yeah. So my daughter loves school, which is good. She's, I think I like say she's thriving. She just, she loves everything about it, which is really nice. The transition, like I heard all of these stories about like, oh, when they come home, like they're going to be, you know, just like letting it all out when they get home and they're going to be just so awful to be around because they're keeping it together all day at school. And so I was prepared for like the absolute worst. But it's actually, it actually hasn't been that bad. There's been a couple times, you know, she's very tired and, um, you know, sometimes a little bit sassy because of that. But overall, the transition for her has gone really well, which makes it easier for us. Um, I would say the hardest part is just like being on someone else's schedule because this is our first time having a kid in school. And so I've been an entrepreneur for like, 15 plus years, I've had my own schedule, even when the, you know, where kids were little, they kind of had a little control of the schedule. But at the end of the day, I had the say of the whole schedule, like I planned our life. And now we're on someone else's schedule. And I think a little bit for her, but a lot for me, 
that's been a really hard adjustment. Like the getting up every single morning, getting out the door, getting there on time, like the lunches, everything has just been like, man, we don't get to call the shots anymore. And I, you know, I'm very type A. My daughter's a lot like me. Like we like a schedule. We have always had like a routine and a schedule in our house, but we were in charge of it. So this, that's been quite an adjustment. Um, it's also been interesting to see the dynamic change between her and her brother. He's one. And up until she started school, they were like best friends. And now you can already see like, he's the annoying little brother and she has like her own life now. And so that's been just like an interesting dynamic to witness too. Um, but overall she's been doing great. I think it's definitely been a harder transition on me and trying to figure out like, okay, so this is her life and this is her schedule. And so now what do I do with my life and like my schedule? Cause it revolved around her for so long. So that's a whole thing. Yeah. But it's been good overall. I would say just a big shift. Like. I would agree with that. We were a family that, cause my husband works rotating days off. So like didn't matter if she missed a day or two of preschool. Cause it was two and a half hours in the morning, but now it's like, Oh, we actually need to check the school calendar before we plan trips and stuff. So she's not missing too much school or like she used to be a kiddo that did sports during the day. And I'm like, well, that's not an option anymore. <laughs> now that you're in school, we have to do the night ones. So she's, she's not so thrilled about that because she's tired. So she, she has said, it depends on the week if she still likes dance and gymnastics. Cause some days she's like, I'm just too tired, mom. I have that over here too. I don't want to go to dance. I'm too tired. But then you love dancing when you're there. You remember how much you love it. So that's a struggle too. Yeah, that would be hard. I feel like even like I have about three hours where the baby's napping and it's that's it's awesome because I'm like, okay, I have three hours where I can just like sit down and be super focused on in that time. But it sounds like a lot. And then I get into it and I find myself like, oh, I didn't stop and take a break. I didn't eat my lunch during that time. Like if I had the whole day, like I would just send myself into complete burnout. Um, so I, that's amazing that you've been able to like kind of set that routine from the beginning to not head in that direction. What about you, Eliza? Oh, well, <laughs> I like I said, September was supposed to be my month of just like skyrocketing. So I had planned a very productive day that was hours and hours based on my business and working on some launches and working on just getting things um, kind of scheduled out. Um, and then from the unpredictability of motherhood, that stuff was being squashed a lot. Um, and it was super depressing. I'm not going to lie. There were lots of tears being shed from like frustration, just being this idea of like, I was calling it my freedom and to feel like my freedom was being taken away was so hard. Um, so I'm not sure when I kind of transitioned to the idea of allowing myself to have a, just like go with the flow. And like, um, Megan, I've learned from you to have kind of like day blocks and focuses on certain days and do like a power hour. So if I just allowed myself to kind of go in the direction that I was feeling and just make sure I got a good power hour in there every day um, in between the family events that were happening. Um, 
it was, it was really helpful. And that's kind of how I know now, um, like I need Mondays not to be a business day. Um, but I do try and schedule my work days towards the beginning of the week, because if I leave them towards the end, I don't know, it's like, there's a greater chance for them to kind of get ripped out from underneath me. I know that sounds kind of extreme, but that's what it honestly feels like when the school nurse calls and you need to go pick them up or whatever else comes up. Yeah. And I think like the expectations across the board of like, you know, the freedom and our time and then how much we put onto our plates, like it's so complex. And I like how you said like the time gets ripped out like from under you because it really does feel that way when it's so much that we're trying to get done and these kids are finally in school and we know they're safe and we have this time and then we lose that time it's really hard to adjust our expectations because we've set these expectations for ourselves and our time for so long I feel like that's one of the biggest things that's going to be a constant shift and problem challenge that we couldn't prepare for and even like we're preparing as it gets thrown at us but next month, something else is probably going to get thrown at us that we just couldn't prepare for. And I think, you know, everybody talks about like, oh, when your kids go to school, like you have all this freedom to run your business and you just, you're still a mom. (laughs) Like just because they're gone at school, like you're still a mom and have to plan for these random sick days and everything else, like all of the random days off and things that you could not be prepared for or plan for very stressful. Well, and you add that on top of the ebbs and flows of being your own business owner. I'm I fourth quarter tends to be a quarter that I get a lot of inquiries from people about Pinterest management. They ask a lot of questions. I would say maybe a quarter of those inquiries actually follow through and sign a contract, but you still spend all that time answering their questions, getting on meetings. Get, making sure they understood the services that you plan for. And so that in itself, if you are in a busy season for your business, can be exhausting, especially if you get a call from school. Or like this week, Kai has, it's our, what we call MEA. So she has Thursday, Friday off, and then they threw in a half day on Wednesday so that they could count it for the teacher, like personal development time. So I'm like, okay, I will have two full days off because I'm not subbing at all this week and then I woke up sick and like have no motivation to do much and I'm like okay well I guess I'm gonna do my must do stuff today and tackle tomorrow tomorrow because you gotta sleep you can't like exhaust yourself as well because then you just go down that rabbit hole like Eliza said where it just feels you set all these expectations and then don't reach them and you feel horrible either as a mom or a wife or a business owner or caretaker. Um, So finding that balance of some weeks are going to be crazy for business. Some weeks will be crazy for family and finding out your routine in those phases also. Yeah. And it's hard not to go down the rabbit hole of like, okay, I'm going to put this off for tomorrow. And then tomorrow could become next week. And the next week could become next month when like from the business perspective, we're so used to planning for our businesses. And then you throw in, okay, the kids are going to be at school. So I'm going to be able to do so much more. We take on so much more. And then it feels like we're failing even more with our businesses because it's not what we expected. I I think that that is 
something that surprised me a lot. Like I knew that things were going to be different trying to like, for me, figure out things with the baby and just, um, you know, the adjustment, I was prepared for the adjustment, but I was also like, I'm going to have all of this time and I'm going to be able to like not quarter four out of the park. I scaled back everything during the summer so that I could start like layering things back on for quarter four. And I'm, it's surprising to see like, okay, I'm actually not ready to layer these things back on. I was not expecting that. And so now I need to pivot again and figure out what that's going to look like, or if that's just how it's going to be for a while. And then if so, how am I going to be okay with that and plan for that? It's funny you said like, because we have more time, we want to take more stuff on. <laughs> I was like, um, I took on like outside of my business, I've taken on so much more with the kids sports and like myself also doing soccer as a sport and we're starting a league and I'm like, oh, I know all the marketing. I can help with the marketing. And I'm like, wait a second, <laughs> this this is the time that's supposed to be for my business here. Um, so now it's like finding a balance between all of that as well. I don't know. I feel like I'm this person that can just like do it all and it'll be great. And then when things don't go so perfect, it's duh. Liza, did you think about your schedule? But I, I must say like, Megan, I've definitely enjoy our planning parties because planning it out is so helpful. Like when I remember Connor, my youngest was going to preschool. It's only like a two and a half hour thing. Um, and it would be these pocket of windows before I would like plan for anything. And I would be like a deer in headlights. Like I would be like, oh my God, everything needs my attention. I only have two hours. How do I focus on anything? And like, that was significantly harder than now where I have like time blocks and I've actually like thought about my end goal for quarter four. Um, so thank you for that, Meg. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I, I don't know what I would do without the planning system because, you know, when you'd have that chunk of time, we have so many things in our brains that we want to do. And it, I so often would find myself not getting anything done, you know, because of all the things that were bouncing around. And then, yeah, adding all the school responsibilities and like, I want to be an involved mom and I want to, you know, do all of these extra things now. And it's like, where do you sacrifice? And like, how, how do you do it? And it's, I think it's okay to not know the answer to that. And just like, just like I don't know I'm like swimming through it I can't think of the right word for it. you know it's just like a leaf in the wind I don't know it's just it's so intense and so the planning is definitely that's been something that has helped me a lot I also have really tried to make sure that I have time for myself every day and right now for me that means getting up at 5 a.m which in the moment sucks but about 10 minutes later, once I have a couple of sips of coffee, I know that if I don't have that quiet time just for myself, I won't be able to do the rest of the things that I want to do that day. It's been challenging for me too, with as far as like guilt to make sure that by the time I pick my daughter up from school, like I'm not thinking about business anymore. Like I want to make sure that I've done all of that during the day when I had the time to do it so that when I do see her, I can be really, really present. Because when you think about, we're only seeing our kids for a couple hours a day now. And it's like, ha I just like beat myself up so badly. If those couple hours, the back of my mind, I'm thinking about my business and what I'm going to be doing and what I have to do tomorrow. And so that's one thing that I'm learning really quickly 
I have to like leave it behind when I go to pick her up or I'm going to just be a mess. That's what we do in our house too, for the most part. Cause my husband, yes, he's home before she gets off of school, but it's not enough for like him to go to the gym and get his workout in like, cause that's his time. Just like I do it in the morning. Um, so I've been picking her up and then I spend that next hour, hour and a half with her. We figure out dinner and homework and all that. And then I have been picking up my computer again at night when she goes to bed because I've wanted to, not because I forced myself to, but because I've wanted to. Um, but I keep reminding myself that that's going to change in about a month. But it's just like, I'm like, okay, you're going to get really comfortable with this routine that you've set. And then it's going to change again because you have another passion of coaching and that's going to take up a good chunk of your time too. So, and I also have added, like Megan had said, she's adding things back. I added subbing when I want to a substitute teacher to get me out of the house because otherwise if I've realized if I was home five days a week working those five full days, I didn't like what I was doing anymore. Or I felt like I was just a hamster on a wheel or finding silly things to do that didn't actually need to be done to fill that time. Whereas I could be like, I was at the high school last Friday and it was great to be around other teachers in the community and, and kids, even though they're high schoolers and goofy, it's nice to get out of the house. I love that. Okay. So what tools, if any, like, are there tools or apps or any kind of new organizational techniques that you guys have found to be really helpful in streamlining and like figuring out how to make this new routine work and find that quote unquote balance in like your parenting responsibilities and your business responsibilities through this transition? I think for me, it's kind of similar to what we've already talked about, like making a important tool is making sure I have my morning coffee time. Um, sometimes because the sun is not up early enough anymore. Like I don't like to go outside when it's pitch dark, (laughs) but if that's the case, after the kids get on the bus, I'll just move my time to then to sit on the porch. Cause like that is my spot. So making sure I have that chill out time to just sit there with my coffee is super important. And then another tool that's been really helpful to me is hopefully every Monday morning I sit down and I go through my weekly planner and I just do each day to kind of like see all the schedules that we have on the digital calendar. And I just see it on paper. So I know like, like for us this week, we have two days that are half days for parent teacher conferences. So I'm like, all right, well, that's not going to be the full day that I thought it was. And I totally wasn't even thinking about that until today when I sat down and look at the calendar. So just, I don't do it every day to look at the calendar, but at least like once And even if it's on like a Wednesday, like it's still better for me than not doing it at all. Um, So that would, I love having that and just like kind of setting expectations and being able to prioritize like that in a brain dump. Perfect. Yeah. Mine's similar. So I have a handful of clients and each of them have slightly different deliverables every month. So um, like the 25th ish of the month, I will sit down write down what is due for every single client for the following month. Um, 
if I have to touch base with people that are potentially not going to continue or anything like that, then it's done before the last day of the month. Um, and then from those little like brackets of, okay, this is your deliverables for the month. That's when I sit down and carry stuff over to like my weekly or daily or half week, it depends on the week, um, to-do list and how much I get done. Um, so that way I can see, okay, I'm still touching these accounts two, three days a week. Their stuff's getting done. Um, and not missing anything, especially as you continue or as I continue to add, build outs or strategy calls or whatever, that way they're not getting lost in the shuffle of my consistent um, management clients as well. And we also, I have to see everything on paper. So my calendar, there's one on the, the dining room that everybody can see that we I write on, um, but my paper one is the one I live and die by. Um, and I check that normally on Sundays so that I'm prepared for the week. Yeah, similar to you guys for me too. I, I've been really leaning into flexibility, which is something I teach all the time, but I was just thinking about it today. Every week I'm like, okay, this is the week where I'm going to figure out this new routine, but it's been like four weeks now. And every week there's something different that's happening. That's making it really hard for me to figure out my new routine. And so I'm getting to the point where I have to realize okay, maybe the routine won't be the same every week when before like Mondays were always for this and Tuesdays were always for that. Like maybe it needs to be on a week by week basis, depending on what's going on. And that's going to be okay. So I like to sit down at the beginning of the week, similar to Eliza and like map out all the appointments or things that are happening. And then I've been leaning into my theme days and really setting myself up for success like for the last week and a half, every day I've finished my to-do list, which has felt really, really good. But there's only three things on that to-do list that absolutely have to be done. And it's been nice to have that momentum of doing all the things that I've wanted to do. Um, so I've just been really trying to make sure that I'm organizing the things that I want to do on the light side so that I can have that win. And just, yeah, leaning into the paper stuff the digital stuff feels too overwhelming right now as I'm trying to figure out like what does this even look like <laughs> and then once I have more of a set in stone routine I'll move things over into my digital world but yeah I feel like we're all kind of on the same page with that because there's so many shifts you never know what you're gonna get <laughs> so thinking about as you're reflecting on this transition we were talking before we started recording like it's been the longest month and the shortest month ever since these kids started school or like two months for you guys, possibly. What are some of the biggest lessons that you've learned as a mom and as an entrepreneur? And then any hindsight advice that you could give to fellow entrepreneurs who maybe had their kids just start kindergarten or they're starting next year, or even if their kids are older and they're having a hard time transitioning what would be your best advice for them? I think just the flexibility that you were talking about that just because something worked in the month of August or the first two weeks of September doesn't mean it's going to work the entire school year or that your kiddo is not going to have a bad month or a bad week or all of a sudden have not like school. You have to be flexible as a parent, I think, is the biggest help that has been for my mindset as a type A 
perfectionists always want to, I mean, we all set these big goals at the beginning of the year, knowing that our kiddos were going to be in school the last quarter. And then like Eliza said, when you had that buffer month that you were hoping was going to get the foundation set for your fourth quarter, didn't, or it didn't go as smoothly as you had hoped, we are conditioned to think, take that as failure just based mm-hmm. on society. And so adjusting our thoughts and being flexible has been the only way I've stayed afloat. That is some sound advice. <laughs> um, I would say my sister, my older sister um, told me maybe two weeks into September and she's like, yeah, I forgot to tell you right off September. Like don't ever rely on September. I was like, that would have been nice information. <laughs> she's like, I forget. Cause she has, she's older than me. She has much older kids. She's got a 24 year old. Like she's a veteran. Um, so I wrote in my notes for next month, September is not for work. Um, and I also think that I'll have my joy, but I think advice to someone would be take September to make sure you have pockets of joy in there for you. Like something that, that gets you excited. Um, and not, I know our businesses can often feel like our unicorn space and like what brings us joy, but like just straight out fun, like nothing businessy. It for me, it was soccer for the month of September and playing it in an adult league every Sunday. Um, and then also <laughs> recognizing that um, there are days in the month where I need to not do anything. Like I can sit down the first time and I don't know how many years I sat down to have lunch and I watched TV for multiple hours like that. I am a type A, I am a high energy and I feel like my worth is based on how much I can produce. So like to do that, if I told myself a year ago that I did that, they would have thought something was wrong. Maybe I was depressed, but honestly getting to watch my show without like any interruptions was like, and it was, it was just a very hormonal day. Like I just needed to stop moving and it was, it was so great. Like I had a hard time stopping, but, um, yeah, I would highly recommend that. Like, listen to yourself and find some joy. Like you, you were in the month of September, mom, like take this time to find you. Yeah. Yeah. And I think like after September too, figuring out how you can take a little bit of that and sprinkle it into every single week and just paying attention to like what, what you're feeling and what's happening, like business aside, how are you feeling? I know for me, emotionally, the kindergarten transition was really hard. And I spent a chunk of time like beating myself up for the kind of mom I had been for the past five years, like wishing I would have spent more time with my daughter. And I think that's a pretty normal feeling like in motherhood, like you never get the time back. And then when the transition happens, you realize that. And so it's been really important to me to figure out how can I take care of myself while also like diving into this free time that I have and making sure that I'm more present with my daughter when she is home. And the best way for me to do that is just to pay attention to how I'm feeling. And that's part of why I think like every week I'm like, okay, this week I'm going to figure it out. But what I've noticed is by like Wednesday, I start to get really overwhelmed because the weekend is busy and Monday, Tuesday, like I'm super motivated. And then by Wednesday, everything's chaotic. Everybody's stuff is everywhere even though I try so hard to keep it picked up. And so I've been doing um, something similar to what you were saying, Eliza, on Wednesdays, I will take that day if I can and just not work. And I will spend 
that chunk of time where I would normally be working to do something that I like doing, even if it's cleaning the house, because I do like doing that. If it's folding laundry and watching TV, if it's just scrolling on my phone, listening to a podcast, like just doing something for me. And then that has been filling my cup. So then Thursday and Friday, I can get back into business and feel good. That's what's been working right now. But next week, it could be something different. But just I'm just paying attention to how I feel and just kind of like seeing how I can honor that without beating myself up. (laughs) I love that. That sounds like when you say it out loud and like when you hear someone tell you this, it's like, oh, yeah, that's that's a piece of cake. But honestly, that's a really hard thing to do, like to put ourselves in front of everything else on top of our to do list. Like it's maybe we all need to hear it 5000 more times because it is important and it does make a huge difference. Yeah. Well, I feel like we're all so similar. Like when you tell me I'm going to have, you know, X amount of hours without any kids, like I'm going to fill that X amount of hours instantly without even thinking about it. And I'm going to be excited about it. And that's hard to, it's, it's hard to shift that because sometimes that's not okay to do, but it's like so natural, you know, especially if you're type A and I just think as a mom and a business owner in general, it's natural to do that. Well, I'm proud of all of us. This has been, you know, such a big transition. So many things that are unexpected, so much change. And I just, I truly believe like, you know, we're in fall that it's a season of change. Anyway, it's a season of beauty. All of the things that aren't serving us are going to start like dropping out, whether we plan it or want it or not. And I think that it's just a really beautiful representation kind of of what we've all been going through. And I'm excited to see what's to come and just kind of lean into the season. But any final thoughts from you guys? I think the biggest thing was it's all our individual journeys. We all had similar struggles, but looking at social media during the month of September was also very hard because I felt like all these other parents were doing just fine in this transition time, or it's just not talked about one or the other. But I feel like we are, it's okay to feel and make changes for whatever feels right for you and your family. There's not a one size fits all. Um, Yeah. And I would just expand because I'm, I'm thinking like, well, what, what helped me get through it? And honestly, um, boss ladies and babies that we've talked candidly in Voxer over the struggles and kind of getting frustrated with what's going on. So like, yeah, social media is not fun because nobody wants to talk about it. But having those moms that like totally understand where you're coming from, because I totally thought I was like, it's just me. I'm super important. And I'm the only one that that feels like this. No one else understands me. And then you guys are all like, it's okay. Virtual hug. <laughs> we are there with you. And that was just really great. So finding finding your circle, finding other moms to lean on is is probably the most important thing to do because transition in any direction is really hard and different amazing well I'm glad I feel like a weight off my chest just having this conversation and it's just nice to kind of talk through it like you were saying with people who understand and I hate to wrap it up but we're at our time so before we go will you guys please tell everybody where they can find you how they can connect with you anything you have coming up um well if if you want to connect I am always on Instagram it's eliza.uncluttered Um, and I'd love to see you in my DMs. I also have a website where if you're looking for a course on 
getting organized and decluttering, I have one available there. Or if you want to have a mom who gets it work with you virtually, I also have those services. Um, but yeah, I just love to connect and I love to meet other moms. Yeah, I'm also very active on Instagram. It's positivity underscore platform underscore. Um, what do I have going on? I have a repurpose your content with purpose workshop and I have a five-day Pinterest challenge. So they're similar but different depending on where you're at in your business and what your goals are for Q4 and the new year. But those are going to be the best way if you're looking for something to help you. Otherwise, I'm very active on Instagram and love those connections as well. Being a business owner since 2016, there's a lot that's changed in the online space since then. So I'd love to connect over there as well. Awesome. And I will just speak from experience. Both of these ladies are very good follows on Instagram. They are very vulnerable and transparent and keep it real, which I think we just need more of that. And so definitely give them both a follow because they're amazing at what they do and their content is just very inspiring. So thank you both so much for coming on the show today. And until next time, you've got this mama, stay bossy. I love this podcast so much, and I am so excited that we are on season five of the Boss Ladies and Babies podcast. Some of you have been with me since the beginning. Some of you might be new listeners, but either way, I am so thankful for this space and this community and for you following along on my journey. Also, I'm so thankful that you inspire me every single day just by being here. I love connecting with and supporting other moms who are growing their businesses while raising their babies and I couldn't do any of this without you. If you like this podcast, please, please, please leave me a quick review over on Apple Podcasts. I know you're a busy mom. I know you've got a lot to do. It won't take much. Just a quick emoji or a couple sentences is all we need to help get more eyes on this podcast, to connect with and inspire even more women, to grow our community together. I would be so thankful. Head on over to Apple Podcasts, leave that quick review, and let's keep this show growing. Thank you for listening to Boss Ladies and Babies. If you like this episode, be sure to rate, review, and leave us some feedback. Make sure you follow us on social at Boss Ladies and Babies. Join the conversation in our private Facebook group and check out everything we have to offer like community, coaching, merch, and more at bossladiesandbabies.com. And until next time, stay bossy.